Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Potential big news in the transfer portal today where we hear from Oshan Mathis. We heard maybe a couple weeks ago, probably a month, month and a half ago by now, um, that Oshan Mathis narrowed his list to five. He's the uh, two-time All-Big 12 uh, pass rushing specialist over there at TCU uh, and had Nebraska in his top five. And uh, didn't hear much about it since then. But now we hear from today that he's going to be here for the red-white spring game, giving Nebraska oh, yeah. a swinger's chance there. Uh, he's got Ole Miss, Penn State, UCS, and Te- USC, excuse me, and Texas as his final five schools, uh, apparently, that reached out to him and had most interest in the portal. Um, a lot of people think that he's probably going to be headed toward Texas. He had an unofficial visit there. Uh, his former coach, Gary Patterson, is now involved at Texas. In he's from Texas. Analyst role or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, so there's uh, there's Nebraska's going to have to get get over the hump there, but uh, it's it's a long long been said here in Lincoln. Just get them to Lincoln. Just <laughs> just show them this environment. The spring yeah. game is always a special uh, a special one to deal too, because I mean he's going to be coming in and seeing how excited. This fan base can be about a three and nine football team. I mean, we say it every time toward the end of last year how crazy that is, and uh, and we'll 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 uh, figure to me always to be part of the blue blood discussion as well. Is that it, yeah, it, this yeah. is just a you know a, the heartbeat of college football? There aren't too many places around that would would do that same sort of thing. So I think that he could be uh, not just an integral part, but the missing piece for Nebraska's front seven. We talk about what Nebraska doesn't have, but what they do have uh, is at least a, a starting front seven, uh, especially that linebacker core where they have uh, you know a lot of pieces coming back, a lot of guys used to playing alongside one another. The one missing thing there, I think, is that elite pass rusher. And I don't know if Mathis w- would necessarily do that. He led the Big 12 in sacks in 2000. 2020 with nine last year he had four and a half um obviously there was probably going to be a little bit more attention paid to him after mm-hmm. all the offseason uh, press clippings there um but uh, he, he certainly w- would help and and, and and to me be that missing piece because that's something nebraska's missed for a long time and it's not just a nebraska problem to get an elite pass rusher rushing specialist um very difficult to do regardless of where you play um uh, and he, he could really help that front seven to be the strength of the team not just with that pass rushing element, but another body that you can absolutely count on as being like that all-conference level. I mean, you don't have many of those to begin with, um, but in that front line on the defensive line because they just don't have uh, a whole lot of bodies there either. Yeah, and it, to your point, Bach, I mean, I think the uh, the fans is a great example just because, I mean, we always keep going back to the Iowa game. You're 3-8, and eight and you sell out with arguably that week the best environment in college football as a 3-8 and eight football team. Insane. But let me ask you this. If you're the way that Nebraska football currently stands, uncertainties with your head coach, you've had some rough seasons in the past, it's always get them to Lincoln, show them what the program is about. Do you think that's still the number one attraction? Do you think that's still the number one sell for these recruits? Because it's got... You would assume it's probably more difficult to sell these recruits now. And I hate to be a Debbie Downer here, but... It probably is. Your your sell and your sale to these transfers to these kids out of high school is not what it once was. So is that is that your main selling point? Get them to Lincoln. Come see what the environment is like. Come see what the fans are like. Or do you think they've changed and pivoted to a different direction? I just don't know where they would where where else they would go. But right Maybe now. nil. 
Maybe. Um, maybe a little bit, but it's hard for them to directly do that, right? They're supposed to be somewhat uncorrelated with that. We all kind of know how it is and, and how things go. Um, but I don't know if they use that as the main recruiting pitch. They certainly should mention it. I mean, oh, absolutely. But I think that that I again, um, a lot of things, especially over the last twenty twenty five years, have faded from Nebraska football, and we've seen the records fall one after one, all this stuff. Um, but what remains true is what is on Memorial Stadium that through those gates enter the best fans in college football, in my opinion. And it's, it's not, and you know, yeah. a lot of people have those words on their stadium or want to say we have the best fans. Nebraska's got a, like a legitimate argument for it yeah. because they will continue uh, to, yes. to pack that stadium. And, and the sellout streak is one thing, and that's like the you know an easy um, headliner to go with. I know some people will disagree with the sellout streak and call it fake and this and that. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's 85,000 people or 80,000 people. You know what I mean? It like, is still, 78, the stadium will be people. packed. The stadium's packed. Everybody's jacked. It's the main event of the week. It's, you know... For those seven home games, it's the main event of the year um, in Nebraska, and it, it it's not going to change. It's not set to change anytime soon, despite the struggles over the years. And you just don't see that, like you know, especially in, in major cities like Miami football. If they're bad, there's a few hundred people that want to go to the right. game. A few thousand people. Same mm-hmm. thing with USC. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's only a select, Pittsburgh. yeah, select areas um, around the country where that can be the case. I think that that has to be, and I and I think part of it though too is always within that is not just look how great Lincoln it is, it's look how great you know Lincoln and Memorial Stadium is. It's it's look how great Lincoln and Memorial Stadium is compared to what you are thinking it is. Because when you hear Nebraska, absolutely, you think it's cornfields, yeah. you think it's you know there's a stadium there, and then maybe a Walmart. But not before much no, more. but before I moved here, that was legitimately, and a lot of these kids are being recruited from the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Legitimately, that's what you think. You, yeah. You, you don't know until you show up in Lincoln and you see it firsthand. And I always knew, to your point, Nebraska fans are crazy. You can turn on your television any Saturday afternoon and you can see that's the case. Until you're part of the environment, you just don't know. And I think part of the issue with COVID is that you weren't able to bring these kids on campus. And I think that you probably suffered because of that, but how much then is a spring game going to be able to convince arguably one of the most lucrative transfers in the country to come to Nebraska? That's my only concern. If they were able to get him on the field as a recruit, as a high school recruit, I think you have a better shot as a transfer coming to the spring game. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I and just, I don't know what to expect the spring game either because this is the first time in, what, two years it's full capacity? Last year was half capacity and it was canceled the year before, I believe, correct? Yeah, that, that sounds about so, right. So it was virtual or something. There was something odd about it. <laughs> yeah, I remember was, that Is that game. what it was? The the virtual spring game where, right, like, That's right. Uh, on, on, what was that, PlayStation 2? They didn't even get, like, the best graphics, it didn't seem like, to have the, the greats play. That was kind of fun, though. Well, I had to do it on 2014 college football because it, it was the last one that was made. Oh, okay. But uh, to, to, to kind of push back on what you're saying, Nathan. The spring game, uh, we were talking with um, Trey Palmer and uh, uh, Deshaun Singleton, and Trey Palmer mm-hmm. was talking about the spring game down at LSU. One side of the stadium has people on it. Just one one side of the stadium, not the entire stadium. So when we told him it was going, he's like, yeah, I heard there's going to be like 20,000 people. I was like, no, that no. I was like, it's going to sell out. I was like, 80,000. 80, Easy. Ooh, I don't know if it'll. It sell might not out. be. Oh, yeah, it might be sixty thousand or yeah, something. But, but still, it's but a lot either of people, way. Yeah. But either way, he was like, he's like, are you serious? He's like, that many people are going to show. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, and it's not free. Like they're paying for tickets to yeah. go to this. And he's like, what are you serious? Like he got excited to to play in the spring game just because at LSU 
again, a, 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 an SEC power, you yeah. know, a really good football school. Best stadium and atmosphere, I think, in the country. For their spring game, it's one side of the stadium. But, and they don't even fill it up. But that's part of my argument, though, is that, yes, you can make that argument that, yeah, you, LSU isn't going to have the fans in Nebraska for a spring game. But when it comes to SEC football, down to the nitty-gritty, those fans will be there. And to Box Point, they will have that atmosphere regardless of the record and regardless of who they're playing. Is the spring game enough to sell one of the most lucrative transfers in the portal right now? I think it would be because That's you, the can discussion. Say, you can say, look, this is, this is, a, this is a practice. That all of these people it showed is. up. It's a glorified to see you. practice. All literally. of these people showed up to see you practice. Just imagine all of these people, e- yeah. even more people, for an actual game. Yeah. And the key distinction too is always, in, and I don't know how much people look into it, but that that there's very few spring games around the country that will charge an admission. I mean, they're they will they'll, they'll have a few thousand people show up, but it's free. I mean, you, you can do whatever you want. Come on, Nebraska in. spring game for years has been ten bucks a pop. Yeah. If Nebraska spring game was free, it would it would they would, yeah. would sell out. Sell out, quote unquote. Yeah. There would be a packed, packed house. Like, yeah. it, the, no seat would be empty. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, it, it's fascinating. And I don't know, like, I, I just want to know what you're saying as opposed to what, though? Like, it's the off season. You can't take them to a game. I know. And, so, that, and that's why I just think it's so difficult. That's why it's so, so much easier, in my opinion, for a school like Nebraska to recruit high school kids. Because you can bring them to a game, and they're not going to be playing for another team this fall. So I, I don't know what the solution is, but... A team, and that's the the issue that a team like Texas is running into as well. I think it helps that he's from Texas. I think it helps that he's yeah. played in Texas for his college career. But if you're a school like that and you're you're selling this environment that the kids can't see, how difficult is it to lure them in? I don't know the answer to that, and I don't know if any of us. And we'd probably have to talk to a recruit to to answer that question because if you're a team, we had this discussion on on the happy hour. If you're Alabama and a kid's transferring, and you can tell him you're going to start, and you're Nick Saban, you're saying, I will put you in a position to compete for a national championship, and I will get you drafted in the NFL. I don't think Nebraska really has that cachet right now. I don't think Nebraska can legitimately, honestly go to recruit and say that. Yeah, probably not. But I do, and and TMZ2 off off YouTube does say, and you mentioned this earlier, the NIL money, I don't know how much it plays in a factor here and there. I don't know how much Nebraska can do it specifically. But if you're looking at the premier pass rusher in the portal, <laughs> maybe find some way more so than any. I mean, <laughs> Something. This, this is this is huge. And I, I think that it is he, literally huge. He's, a, again, a two-time selection as an all-Big 12 a game defender. Record. A literal game record. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that he would be a, a major name once he steps on campus. And those major names are getting some NIL opportunities around here. So that'll definitely help out too. Um, and I'm sure it's a lot more than what he was dealing with at TCU. Texas has got their own thing going. Um, but from what you hear from Casey Thompson, it sounds like it's getting a little bit better and, yeah. and run up a little, a little bit quicker here at Nebraska. So we'll see. I mean, it's, it's again, it's, it's, we won't know for a while. I'm sure he won't make the decision right after the spring game. Uh, but it's an absolute huge decision that could affect Nebraska football. And, and again, significant. There's just there's few changes. You know, as we go through the Xavier Betts news, and you know, sometimes it's like I don't know if that's affecting the win loss record. Wandale did. O'Shawn Mathis might very well. Yeah. Um, so I'd agree. It's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, we'll take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Coligan Water. 
when we come back, we will uh, break more things down in sports. But here, first of all, uh, a little read for the Coligan water here. Uh, give Coligan a call if you're curious about getting your water softer salt delivered to your home or business. Call today at 402-251-2309 or go online to coliganlincoln.com. We'll be back in a minute.